Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here as we get set for the start of the fourth quarter. And Dave DePasqua on the sidelines with Coach Chris Geeking. Coach Geeking, what could you say about this first game for you? End of the third quarter, 52-21. What can you say about your team? Kids are playing with a lot of energy. It's great. We still have a quarter to go. We have to finish this. Kids are playing great with a lot of energy. It's great to have the whole crowd here with Mike Shelley and uh, Carolyn Smith here in honor of Coach Legendary Jim Smith. But it's great. We still have uh, one quarter to go. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Dave. Stewart out of the gun there. Hands it off to Bianchi. Finds a little bit of a hole, and he's going to be brought down at the 30. Looks like it's going to be a first down, though, Steve. And we thank uh, Dave down there on the sidelines getting some audio from Coach Kicking here as we start the fourth quarter. It's great to keep adding dimensions to this broadcast. Uh, never interviewed a coach uh, before. No. So, so yeah, that's, that's another first here for the network as we continue to build upon our coverage uh, year in and year out, and that's a testimony to executive producer Jim Allsman. First down and 10 for Stewart from the 29. Takes it out of the gun. He's looking, looking, fires. He's got Schlichting for a reception short of a first down at the 21 as he's running out of bounds. DiCrescenza in on the tackle there for the Tigers. Along with Schneider. And uh, back to what Co- uh, Coach Gicken was saying, Carolyn Smith, the wife of former um, legendary coach Jim Smith is in attendance tonight. I know Coach Gicken wants to bring her down onto the field after the game to honor uh, Coach Smith. So Stewart out of the gun. Looking to throw, looking, looking, pulls it down. Now he's under some pressure. He's going to have to get one away. Throws it away as he's hit. Incomplete. That'll bring up third down and short. Great pressure there by Matt Trainer and Matt McKay. Trainer comes in and puts a nice hit on Stewart as he just tries to throw the ball away to get ready for the next down. So it'll be third down and one from the 20. Stewart out of the gun. Looking, looking, throws, and it is nearly picked out of the air by Schlichting with one hand, but incomplete around that six-yard line. A big fourth down play here for a Harriton. So he tried to just put some more points on the board, keep working this offense. Fourth down and one. Fourth down and one for the Rams. 11.07 to go in the game. Tigers lead 52-21. Stewart takes it, hands it off to Bird. He's got the first down, but he will be brought down after that at the 15-yard line. Number 73 in on the play for the Tigers there, Levante Godwin. So clock will now move under 11 minutes in the game. Ball spotted. At the 14, it'll be first down and 10. 
Stewart takes it out of the gun on first down. Looking to throw. It is caught for a touchdown by Schlick Ding. He's hit hard as he makes the catch, but the Rams put another touchdown on the board there, Steve. Mm. Nice uh, connection to Schlichting from Stewart as they've been doing all night long, and he's one heck of a player. Both of them are. They've done a great job all night uh, finding seams and holes in this uh, Tigers defense, which there aren't many, but when there are, have been, they, they found them. Dan's on for the point after to make this a 52-28 game in favor of Marple. Snaps good, hold good, kick is up a little wobbly, but it goes through. That makes it 52-28, 10.40 to go in the game. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. An orange-clad and happy crowd here at Harry Harvey Field in the fourth quarter as the Tigers lead 52-28 with 10.40 to go over the Harrison Rams. And the Rams are set to kick it away. Tigers are up and ready for an onside kick here. Dan spots it up at that 40-yard line. Here we go. Set on both sides now. Dan's his approach. And it's a line driver. This one is going to hit at the 22. It's going to run all the way back to the 8 where Sapness will pick it up from there. He's going to look for a hole. He finds a hole. He breaks it to the outside across the 35. He's going to look to cut it back, and he's brought down at the 42. So the Rams finally able to corral him tonight. Yeah, and a nice return there. Heads up play by Sapness. Uh, to a little squibber, and uh, he finally gets his hands on a kick return. They've been trying to avoid all night long getting the ball in his hands, and uh, he does a good job bringing it across the 40. Dave, the ball that time uh, looked like it was going to creep out of bounds and just kind of had a little side spin to it, stayed inbounds. It was similar to last week as the ball went around the sideline, curved around, similar to this time, but it was to the outside. Luckily, Sapness had the awareness to grab that ball and continue up because that penalty would have been huge, but they don't want any turnovers right now. Uh, big. Absolutely, especially uh, considering they were up protecting against an onside kick there. Weathers comes out under center eye formation. Man in motion near side. Hand off to Sapness. Bounces it back to the outside after he's met initially at the line of scrimmage. He's going to pick up five, six yards on the play. <laughs> A good run there by Adrian Satness. Takes the ball to the 46 yard for a second down play as he keeps on churning those legs, trying to break another one. 10.09 to go in the game. Tigers lead 52 28. 10.06 now. Second down and six from the Marple 46. Satness out of the eye formation again. Weathers. 
Getting his receivers in the proper position. Hoff in motion near side. And Weathers throw to Hoff in the flat. He's across the 50, across the 45, across the 40, out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Good pickup there on a good uh, design play there. And, and Dave DePasco is right down there for us. Right down the sideline, just a swing pass to the outside. Hoff is able to use his speed and get past the hair in the defender. Great job. Same play he scored on just the opposite side of the field. Put him in motion, throw the swing pass to him, and he does the rest. I mean, it's essentially like a play to a running back. I mean, you see that a lot with, with the Eagles and Shady McCoy. And it's really almost like a rush, but ends up being a passing stat. Exactly. It keeps the defense honest. It's just a different, uh, you said, different... Different than just handing the ball off, just throwing it out on the line of scrimmage and letting your uh, running back do the work. Weathers comes out, I form again, Sapness in the backfield, first down and 10 at the Rams 31. Man in motion far side. Weathers takes it, hits a handoff to Sapness. He finds a hole. He's across the 25, 20. Stiff arms one man, 10, 5. Touchdown. Sapness in for his fourth touchdown of the game with 9.27 to go. And once again, he's just running past people. Yeah, he's a special, special player, as we've seen week in and week out. Uh, D- Dave, you're down there. Is is there a force field around Adrian Sapness that is impenetrable or something? He's just a machine. He keeps chopping his legs, like Steve said, able to break a tackle and then use the speed and power. It's like Skittles all over again from last week. And absolutely, and, and uh, again, you got to credit the line for continuing with their blocks, even when uh, it may seem like he, Adrian hasn't, you know, is, hasn't broken the line of scrimmage, like he's going to get hit in the backfield. They keep their blocks up the field, and it just allows him to keep going. Lambricios on for the point after. And snaps good, holds good, kick up and good. That makes it 59-28. Marple with 9.27 to go in the game. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. 9.27 to go. Tigers lead 59-28. A moment ago, Adrian Sapnis went in for his fourth touchdown of the game, and Lambricios on to kick it away once again. And he has had the four set up for touchbacks. This is a line driver. It's going to bounce at the 15, a high bounce, and this one's going to go into the end zone. Another touchback, a different way to get the touchback, but he got it nonetheless, Steve. Yeah, he's a special he's a special uh, guy out there, and a great weapon to have all around. And he, he uh, he's only been doing it for this season, really, correct? Yeah, first time playing uh, uh, football, playing, you know, being the kicker. So it'll be first down and 10 for Harriton. At their own 20-yard line, uh, and they don't have a huddle. They just run up to the line, get their signals, and move. So they'll be trying to get down the field and score. They don't quit, that's for sure. Stewart out of the gun. Three wide receivers far side. Looks to throw underneath. Smolinski makes the grab, shy of the first down. 
I think 28. It's a great snag there by Spolinski as he comes in a slant route and just goes ball thrown a little behind him, and he makes a great job of catching it. And now we have a flag down after the play. So we will see what this is. Dave, any idea? It looks like it's on Marple because Marple's coaching staff is freaking out. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Uh, I could see some of the coaches on the sidelines, what Dave is talking about. Um, a little animated. Uh, not a time to be kind of losing yourself and making penalties, Steve. No, not with the score 59-28. You're trying to get out of here with no injuries and get ready for next week. Chip Betcher, the head official. Here we go. We'll get the call. Illegal substitution. 12 men on. Five-yard penalty. Lost the audio a little bit there. Uh, it was a illegal substitution, so a five-yard penalty. So that'll move the ball forward. Um, it'll be de- that'll be declined because that would be assessed prior. Is it from the spot of the prior down, or does that? Uh, yeah, they're going to keep going to keep him first. It, okay, so he gets oh, it from the end God. of the play, five yards from the end of the play. Not a dead ball foul. I wasn't sure if they had to choose between the five yards previous or if they had to take it um, where the end of the play was. Stewart out of the gun. Three receivers far side. Stewart looking, looking. He's under pressure, pushed out of the pocket far side. He's going to run on his own. Gets a first down across the 45 and brought down at the 48. And a late flag comes in from well up the field. Uh, I couldn't see what happened there. Uh, It's in the vicinity of what possibly could be a face mask, I believe. Dave, you have any idea? It came in at the end of the play, so it looks like when that huge group of players collided. So you might be right with that face mask. Okay, so pretty much could be anything. It's Marble's almost... body language showing is probably against them. Okay. Yeah, on that far side of the field, it's kind of hard for us to tell. Thank you, Dave, for being uh, on the spot once again for us. Um, we'll head to send it down to the head official here and see what we got. After the play. Personal foul, illegal helmet contact on the defense, 15 yards, first down. So it would be illegal helmet contact. So that was essentially a late hit using the helmet, I would assume there. Yeah, Steve. something you, know, you don't do it intentionally most of the time. Just coming in. Uh, and yeah, you just, they're just trying to protect the head. It's, you know, it's a good call, and uh, unfortunately it costs Marble Bluetown 15 yards, and the clock stops. Well, with the way the score is, I mean, we have have had a lot of penalties, so you, you would like to think that the coaching staff would probably want to clean that up heading into next week. With 8.41 to go, ball at the Marple 37. Stewart out of the shotgun. Flags come in. This is going to be a false start. So, this will be a false start. Should back him up five yards. And both right teams. snap. Encroachment on the defense. On the defense. Five yards. First down. And, and um, me assuming it's against on the false start, forgetting that in high school encroachment uh, is a dead ball foul as well, unlike the NFL where it's a free play. Um, so here we go. First and five for the Rams at the 26th. And here's a handoff to Bianchi up the middle, finds a hole. He's hit and dropped, but he does have a first down across that 27-yard line. That's a nice tackle there by number 33, the sophomore linebacker, Tommy Long, as he brings down the Harrison ball carrier, but not before a first down. So here we go, 8.20 to go in the game. Tigers lead 59-28. Stewart 
Three receivers to that far side of the field. He takes it, looking to throw. He rolls near side. He's under some pressure this time by the Marple defense. Rolls back to the other side. He's going to look to throw incomplete. Intended on that far side of the field for number 22 of... The Rams, it's number 22, Ian Sullivan, Steve. It's a great play by number 24, Dan Payne, the sophomore uh, defensive back. Getting his hands on the Stewart pass and bringing up a second down and 10. 8.03 to go. Rams have it at the Marple 26. Second and 10. It's a handoff to Bird. He comes near side, cuts it up the middle. He's met by Tigers at the line of scrimmage. Still going, though. He's going to pick up three or four yards. Uh, good running that time there, Dave DePasqua, uh, by Bird. Bird's been doing a great job all night. He's finally been able to get some momentum in the second half as Marple continues to sub in and out, trying to get more experience on that defensive front. So it'll be third down here, Steve. 7.37 to go. Third and six for the Rams. Out of the shotgun is Stewart. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw to Bird in the flat. Bird's going to have a first down. He's got some more across the 10. Five. Stiff arms one man into the end zone. Touchdown Rams here with 7.20 to go. And uh, that's a nice pass by Stewart to Bird. Bird was uh, in his stride as he caught the ball, and that's dangerous for him. He's got some speed and quickness, and he takes it into the end zone. And even though you have 59 points on the board, no coach Harry Gicking's not happy about these 34 points, possibly 35 with the extra point. And even though you have some of your guys in there defensively, you still want to see a strong defensive stand. Yeah, without a doubt. So here we go. Dan's on for the point after. Snap is good. Hold is good. And it's just good. Just got over the bar. I couldn't tell if somebody got a hand on that. Dave, did somebody possibly get tips of their fingers on that one? It was a jailbreak. There was a bunch of players in on that. They might have gotten a hand. I couldn't tell, but that was just snuck by that field goal post. Well, 7.20 to go. Thank you, Dave. 59-35 Tigers. Let's this from the Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or the manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. In addition, Delco Cleanouts will now demolish and remove fences, sheds, and hot tubs. Let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Rounds, Dave DePasqua here with you. 7.20 to go in the game. Tigers lead 59-35. And Dan's set to kick off after the Bird touchdown reception. Actually, they're going to... And here we go. Sets it up. Ready to go here. Kick is... High, end over, and it's going to bounce at the 23. It's going to be picked up at the thir- and brought down to the 31 for Marple Newtown by number 32, Nick DeCrecchio. 
So a nice little return there, Steve. Yeah, Jack Torbeck in on the tackle for Harrington, and Crecchio picks up the ball off the bounds and picks up some pos- positive yards for the Tigers as they, as they take over on offense. And you would think that Marple and Coach Kicking are going to leave this thing on the ground here try and run this clock down as they have a very large lead here in the third quarter 59-35, 7-13 to go in the game I formation number 86 Ryan Schneider now in at quarterback Schneider takes it it's a handoff to number 33 of Marple Newtown that time Tommy Long and a good run of 7 yards as the second team is in now Steve I love seeing number 86 under center. Right? <laughs> it's not every day you get to see number 86 at under center. Sometimes you get to see it at uh, a kicker or a punter, but uh, not very often at the quarterback position. There's a nice run there by Tommy Long up the middle. Second down and three for Marple Newtown. You don't have to worry about that. High formation. And Schneider hands it off to Long. He gets a good push, and the Tigers push him all the way out to midfield. Good run there by Long as well. As uh, again, I should say, as the defense or the offensive line continues to push the defensive line back, pick up another first down right at midfield. And this is good from a coaching standpoint. Get your guys in there, get some experience for them, uh, especially some guys that may not have played uh, in a varsity game yet. Yeah, and you know, it, you get that experience in JV, but what you don't get in JV, you don't get the games filmed. And uh, here you have them filmed by varsity, and you can look at it and film tomorrow. And at running back, Matt Racine, number 54. Schneider under center, and now we have a timeout on the field. Timeout called by Marple. So we'll be back in just a moment. Tigers lead 59-35. Listening to the Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheese steak pretzel. That's right. A Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheesesteak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheesesteak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on W. Greg Pecco, Steve Rouse, Dave DePasqua, Schneider under center, and he takes it. It's a handoff to DeCrecchio. He finds a big hole, bounces it to the outside, and a first down for number 32's Nick DeCrecchio. Number 14, Drew Levin, the ninth grader, comes in and makes a tackle on uh, DeCrecchio as he has another nice run the first time on the kickoff return, and this second time up the middle through Harrison defense. So Marple will have it first and 10. From the Harrison 39. Schneider under center. I formation. 
Takes it. Hands it off to DeCrecchio. He finds a hole. He's pushing forward, and he's tackled after about an eight-yard gain. Nick Molino in on the tackle as DeCrecchio gets the ball again up the middle, chopping his legs and uh, bringing it across the 35-yard line. Time out on the field. And, Dave, you're down there on the sidelines. Uh, game like this, uh, the sidelines are changing a little bit. Now you got guys that are normally playing on, on the side there. Earlier, I was standing right next to Hoth and Satness. Big smiles from everybody on this sideline, I'll tell you. They're ready to go home. They're saying it was bastard ped time. <laughs> well, that's uh, definitely... Good when you can get your guys some rest, especially heading into a game next week. That'll be very interesting, as we just heard that Ridley was defeated by Garnet Valley 21-14, to and Marple will be at Ridley. And Schneider, the handoff this time to Long. He has a first down. So, Steve, uh, you know, at this point, 4.45 to go. Tigers lead 59-35. It's all but kind of in the books at this point. But uh, not to get too far ahead, but next week against Ridley on the road, a Ridley team that's now 1-2. and two. Uh, yeah, It's going to be a tough game. No matter what the record is, you go into Ridley. I couldn't tell you the last time we won in Ridley. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big game, a big week of preparation. Well, next week's game, we'll put up a matchup, a breakdown online for that. And Schneider takes it. He hands it off again to Long. And he bounces it to the outside for a couple of yards. And that's something we'll definitely have to look up. Yeah, I know our executive producer, Jim Malsman, uh, has that uh, statistic for us. Yeah, now we will not be covering next week's game uh, due to um, facility constraints uh, for where we can kind of set up. So we won't be able to get out there, but we will be covering it online all week. Uh, and we will definitely put up the matchup history uh, online as well. Second down and seven. Schneider under center. And it's a handoff to Long. Again, I form up the middle. Another good carry close to a first down down there, Dave. It's just so crazy down here. I didn't even get catch what you just said, Greg. <laughs> Dave's a little overwhelmed today down there on the sidelines. It's uh, We're creeping up on 320 to go in the game. And... It'll be third down and one here. And some good running here by this uh, uh, younger group of Tigers. Yeah, the coaching staff has to like what they're saying by this offensive line and uh, running backs. Schneider under center eye form again. It's a handoff to Long. He lunges forward, dragging guys, has a first down and a good run again. Another good push by the offensive line as Long takes up the middle, as you said, for a first down uh, with... About three minutes to go here in the ball games. Steve, you were you've kind of you went through as a football player, and um, when you're a senior and you can get your younger guys on your team, I mean, that, is that a team goal you set? Like when you go out into a game and you say, okay, if we can get to this point and get those guys some time, it's 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 an extra bonus for all of us. Yeah, that means we're uh, it's, that means we're winning the we're game. Doing the and, job. Uh, get, like get to see the younger guys who are the future of the program get in and up the middle again out of the I formation on first down is DeCrecchio. And that'll bring up second down. Another good run by DeCrecchio. DeCrecchio and Long combination. Uh, you won't be hearing that in a couple of years. Is that both of them are running the ball pretty hard. 
So it'll be second and three. And Dave DePasco on the sidelines, you got anything for us? You were just talking about the running back play. Now, we've seen Satinus all week. Now, what an opportunity to see these young guys come in, watch Satinus play, practice with him all week, and learn from him. He's a great guy to learn from. Absolutely. Dave Schneider under center out of the I form. There's a false start along the lines. And, you know, as you mentioned, Adrian Sapness limited work tonight in terms of touches, but he did go over the 200-yard mark for the third straight week. So he continues that streak going here, uh, Dave. Absolutely. The offensive line, great push. The backup offensive line's getting a great push. It all starts up front, as Steve would probably say, being an offensive lineman himself. <laughs> Steve? Of course, man. We <laughs> we should get all the credit. There you go. Can't, you can't go anywhere if you don't have a line, right? Got so that right. Second and eight for Marple after the penalty. Fumbled the snap. It looks like he was able to pick it right back up, though, again. Was Schneider the quarterback? And he is down on the play with 1.30 to go, and not what you want to see late in a ball game like this. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible! They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua. Back here with you as the injured Tiger is up and on his feet. It'll be third down and 11 for the Tigers from their own, from the Harriton 14-yard line. And the injured player was Schneider, the quarterback, so he has to come out of the game, and that means Nick DeCrecchio will now step in at quarterback um, with one th- one fifteen to go now. And it will pretty much just be a running play. And DeCrecchio takes it. He hands it off to Long, who lunges forward. He's going to pick up a couple yards. That'll get this clock under a minute. Um, and you got to think the Tigers are just going to run one more play uh, and see what they can get out of it. If not, they turn it over with like 30 seconds or so left. I mean, something like this. Difference between the clock and uh, game clock and play clock, maybe 15 seconds. They yeah get the ball, maybe run around, or just take a knee, let the Harrison go on offense. As long as no one gets hurt. 
33 seconds left on the clock. Tigers are going to win this game 59-35. It is fourth down. And it looks like the Tigers are going to be content. They're going to take a timeout here um, to kind of get things straightened out here. And we'll keep it here. Uh, Dave down there. Dave, uh, your thoughts on this one. We'll start discussing it here. Great team win. Starts with the run game again. Satness doing his thing like all season. Great push up front. Defensively, they did a great job forcing the quarterback into mistakes. You saw the Everly interception. It's going to be an interesting battle what they do next week at Ridley, but with this game, an overall team win with the punt return as well by Hoff. Yeah, absolutely. A, a Definitely a great start. Well said, Dave. The first home game of the season, Steve, and they, they kick it off right by putting 59 uh, on the scoreboard. Yeah, and I think it's just short of uh, point record. I think the point record might be 62 points set in uh, 07 at Lower Marion, I think. Okay. I can remember Steve, that Steve, Steve remembers that one. Joey Carini broke the pylon and uh, <laughs> broke that record. Number four, Big number 42 back in the day. 19 to 5. Uh, Steve the Almanac Reynolds. And it's just a kneel down by DeCrecchio here. Uh, that'll have to stop the clock now. Um, at, they'll stop the clock. And it'll be time for one play from Harriton. Uh, uh, late in a game like this, they have a young squad. They're probably going to run an actual play and not just take it to the locker room. But at the same time, you don't want to get anybody hurt either. Uh, yeah, they might. Pitch. Justin Miller might want to run one play with the young guys in there. And uh, as you said, hopefully no one uh, gets hurt we go in the locker room. So it'll be first and ten for Harriton from the 12-yard line. Their own 12-yard line here when we get kicked back off. They're trying to get both teams on the offense. You get a couple seconds when when there's a turnover on downs here. Um, but like we said, 59-35, Marple Newtown is going to win this one and go into Ridley at 2-1 and one against the Green Raiders next week, uh, who are 1-2. and two. And there's the snap. It's a handoff up the middle this time for Harriton. And that will do it. That'll be the final play of the football game. They will line it up to shake hands here, Steve. And Steve, um, you know, we've been alluding to it so far. Next week um, is the Ridley game, Marple at Ridley. Always a big one um, for Marple Newtown, wanting to go and get the Green Raiders. As You know, I do know off the top of my head, it's, it's one of the toughest teams for Marple uh, record-wise in the history of it. I, th- I believe there's only about nine or ten wins in the history of the rivalry. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we saw the game last year, how uh, it came down to the last drive. Mar- Marcus Weathers, one of his uh, first for his first game as quarterback in place of uh, Tommy Davis last year. And uh, just off of that game, how exciting it was. We hope we see the same game next week. Unfortunately, we can't broadcast it, but I'm expecting a, a hard-fought battle. And anytime you can beat Ridley, uh, it's great for a program. Absolutely. Dave DePasqua's down on the sidelines. Dave, uh, your final thoughts for us here tonight. Final thoughts. First win at home for Coach Kicking. Great way to start, almost with the record. You can't have a better win than that. Absolutely, Dave. The start of this season has been all about records. Uh, 
uh, going forward as, as the team now comes over to the student section to raise their helmets uh, in a very poignant gesture to them as tonight was uh, in honor of Mike Shelley, I'm sure. And uh, I'm not sure if he, I know he was here earlier. I doubt he still is here. Uh, if he is listening, you know, Mike, uh, the whole community is behind you. Keep fighting there. And uh, certainly, I know, Steve, your thoughts. Yeah, again, uh, great turnout. I'm so proud of this community. So glad I'm here with Marple Newtown, and uh, it's unbelievable this whole night. And, uh, you know, God bless uh, Mike Shelley. Keep on fighting, buddy. So here we are. Um, another good performance from Adrian Sapness tonight, two, over 200 yards. But Marcus Weathers tonight, Nabel Hoff. A uh, few touchdowns for those two guys tonight as well as, as in receptions. Yeah, we knew uh, Samus was going to run the ball hard as he did for the third consecutive game. But Marcus Weathers really uh, came into his own third game of the season. We said new offense. It was going to take a little bit uh, as he's done a good job the past two games. But this game he really stepped up and uh, took control of the Tigers' offense along with Abel Hoff. And, uh, you know, congratulations to, them. Congratulations to Coach Gicking. Uh, to go as they go two and one um, in this young season. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment just to wrap a few things up. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network for Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Packer, Steve Rounds here with you. Just to wrap up here, statistically, Marcus Weathers, 10 of 14, 236 yards passing, three touchdowns. Adrian Sapness, 20, 237 yards on 16 carries, four touchdowns. Abel Hoff, eight catches, 168 yards, and two TDs. They, uh, Steve, final thoughts here heading into next week. Great job by the Tigers. Way to come out strong, take care of business, and uh, let's uh, get ready for next week as they're going to have a good week of preparation as they uh, travel to Ridley uh, to take on the Green Raiders. Well, with that, next week the Tigers will travel to Ridley High School, as Steve just mentioned, for a 7 o'clock kickoff versus the Green Raiders on the campus of Ridley High School in Morton, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network via our Twitter feed, which is at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network will return home for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, September 26th, when the Tigers host the visiting Aces of Lower Marion. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2014 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers at, uh, and then also at MN Athletics. 
Color commentator tonight, Steve Reynolds. Sideline analyst, Dave DePasqua. Leonard Altieri was our guest commentator in the first half. Steve Smilk, the statistician. Head football coaches, Chris Gicking. Assistant principal and athletic director, Dennis Reardon. Executive producer, Jim Alsman. For the entire broadcast crew, thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! We're going-